0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're back. Yes. Oh my, my, my. We wanted to take a break. We kind of figure out that it was almost getting into a clickbait podcast <laughs> with all the topics, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like sexy. It like,
1: wasn't yeah. on purpose.
0: No, I think we. It, uh, yeah, it's it's natural to to go into that because we see it as a as a natural thing because it's part of. Mm. Human connection, mm. but I understand it was enough sex for a while.
1: I don't know, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I just looked at the um, topics, yes, and I was like, Lucas, what is this? Is everything is, uh, yeah, but of course, when we talk about Tantra, it's natural to talk about sex, relationships, connection, yeah, and all that. But today, I wanted to tell our listeners mm. about this beautiful gift you gave me. Oh. Actually, I need to bring it up. So it's this huge uh, brick of a book called Tantra Enlightenment to Revolution.
0: Yeah, it's the catalogue of um, the British. Yeah, Museum. the British Museum made uh, an exhibit about uh, the history of Tantra, and Inma Ramos, uh, she's the the researcher that tried to recreate the history of Tantra from the very origins in the foots of the Himalayas mm. until nowadays and how it connected with um, not only with religion uh, or spirituality, but also with politics and yeah. with great activists.
1: I thought the exhibition was pretty new.
0: yes. It and was they, last year. Yeah. yeah.
1: When we planned this podcast, it was before we launched it, but we had uh, students in our physical studio in yes. Oslo where they asked us where can we read more about Tantra, where can we get more like a overview. Yes. And it was a little bit hard because mm-hmm. I wasn't used to talk about it, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back, research books, and then we were kind of, what should we give the students in this world of, yeah, yeah. Tantra. And then... Uh, um. You sent me these YouTube videos, yes, that are from the British Museum. Yeah, and we both felt that what they, how they talked about tantra, was very aligned with the way we we view it.
0: Yes, if you if you listeners out there are curious about this, mm-hmm. you can uh, Google British Museum Tantra exhibit, mm-hmm. and you will have the playlist of uh, these videos on YouTube because the exhibit couldn't be visited.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because uh,
0: the museums were closed during the pandemic Mm. in the UK. And they felt really sad about that because they got a lot of pieces that were on loan from different parts of the world. Yeah. And this is why they decided to share somehow this uh, exhibition through... Uh, YouTube videos.
1: Yeah, and some of the teachers, they had really good conversations. Wow, the lectures are amazing. I think it's actually some of the best conversations I heard on the topic. And I feel like they have this good combination of being true to the authentic teachings, but at the same time, bring it back to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a little bit of a, even we have decided to make this podcast very low key and just in general, warm up the audience a little bit about different things and so yeah like you said they can google this and then it will open a world i think with fairy tales and all these characters that we haven't even started to speak about yes that's true Uh, another thing we spoke about in the break is this exhibition they take Mm
0: -hmm. the they take from the ancient history they start with the
1: ancient history Mm -hmm.
0: and they move slowly into Medieval history, modern, uh, and in contemporary. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and it's super interesting if you feel like you have a connection with this tantric mm-hmm. stuff and want to really go into the real deal. And what's funny is we have a teacher training called Meditation, Mindfulness, and Tantra where we go into meditation practices. A mm-hmm. little bit about tantric practices, but most like we call it Meditation and Mindfulness. Mm-hmm. But yep. we have a tantric approach to everything. but we decided uh, to do it from the contemporary.
0: yes. <laughs> it's like ah it's going from the east, uh, from the west to the east and from now to then. yeah, it's like going back in time. Um, I feel that that way lots of people can connect with Tantra in a different way. And if you pay attention to the discussions that we had been having, in the podcast since the first episode. It's like very now and then. Now and now and now. Mm. Now and mm. here. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. But um, <laughs> now and then now and here then. and now. Here and now. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you, yeah.
1: That's what it's I so in say. the present moment.
0: So in the present yeah. moment. And that makes it relatable. And when we started talking about uh, ancient practices and everything was when we already uh, set the tone mm. of what we wanted to talk and I think that makes it more accessible to people because if you say that looking at each other in the eye is is tantric and then you go uh, for these tantric embrace practices and you tell the histories of the Dakinis that enlightened the men mm-hmm. told that way it, it makes sense because it makes, mm-hmm. uh, it makes it relatable to your own experience mm-hmm. Right. So when we started planning this uh, teacher training, we usually try to think of a story we tell with, mm. uh, with the teachings that we put forward for our students. And I like this idea of starting today with a mindfulness that everyone knows. And then going towards the East and back in time and connect with the meditation mm. and with the Hinduism and the yoga and then connect with Buddhism, and finally with Tantra, and you realize that this sort of red thread is present in everything. Mm. That Tantra is part of our lives, even if we don't consider that word part of our vocabulary.
1: Yeah. I think the challenge, even for viewers emailing us or asking about the podcast and more information about Tantra, uh, most of the feedback is, I love the podcast, the way you share things. But I still don't get Tantra, still mm. to this day. And I think we can share now because we kind of have a loyal uh, listener. Yes, listener's base. Base, yeah. 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 We can share now that it's done on purpose. No. Yeah. I mean, we are doing it on purpose Yeah, uh, to talk about the everyday Tantra. Like yes. the teacher training where we are building it from contemporary mindfulness, MBSR yes. and all these styles that are very... Uh, Known because we feel like if you go in the wrong direction, if you start on the original practices, it will be very difficult to understand.
0: Because we have, um, we need to understand that our brain works on on our beliefs and habits. Mm -hmm. So it will become very foreign Mm -hmm. because it's a different way of seeing purpose in life. It's a different way of seeing enlightenment. So it makes a lot of sense that, okay, start with what you have. Mm. Start where you are yeah, and move from there.
1: I think if some of the things resonate, you just trust that, oh, this is resonating with me. Mm-hmm. And then you slowly but gently dig into, and then you will get deeper and deeper and deeper. Or in this case, you will get further and further back in time. Yes, And one day you will end up in the original yes. teachings from the East.
0: It's very hard to leave your life and go into a monastery with practices that had been designed thousands of years ago. Mm. But is really possible for you to sit with other people that live in a city, mm. come here for a weekend, sit down, share things that will connect you more with you, and the more confident you are with how your body feels, how your emotions express How is the connection with others? You have this grounding base so you can go back Mm. and go deep. I am really excited about that because it's a way to bring tantra into the Western world in a respectful way.
1: Yeah. So for our listeners who want to go all the way back to the Mm. original source, take a look at the British Museum exhibit. Yes. And uh, now I am the owner of this beautiful book. Mm-hmm. So I will start reading too. I I, I hope people really, th- I, or I hope when people discover the the unbelievable stories and the unbelievable heroes and women and everything and in the tantric history, the, and art, the, art the, and art and the art, the connected mm-hmm. to the
0: tantric history is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am super excited about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I hope. But this yeah.
1: conversation, yes, came out of this. Book, yeah. This gift from you and the, the words you wrote. It just kind of in tantra we talk about the, the inner fire mm-hmm. or the inner flame. Um. So all these small moments in life where you can lift that inner flame. Yes. And then really, embrace it, make it bigger. You can do that in all sorts of uh, situations. That
0: for me, it's. Uh sharing books is one of the most profound acts of love and respect that i can have books are you know i'm a nerd so for me to find the right book for the right person is
1: yeah <laughs> you could see i was like what <laughs> <laughs> and i have a lot of books t- too at home but uh, this book is uh, is like a um,
0: it's a coffee table book
1: it's a coffee table <laughs> book but it's it's not like a vogue or dior book that my some of my girlfriends have <laughs> It's like it's a Tantra coffee table (laughs) book. Thank you. With almost
0: no naked people. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank
1: you.